Hey everyone and welcome to the show. I'm Zach Maisner, a teacher, husband, dad, coach, and everything in between most days. Here we will discuss everything happening within the Cannon McMillan School District. This podcast will give students and faculty the opportunity to have their voices heard and share their news, events, and ideas. Hope you enjoy. So let's talk Cannon Mac. Hey everyone, welcome to the show. Um, thanks again for joining us today. We're extremely excited to bring you episode four of the Let's Talk Kinemac podcast. It's been a while, but we're back and ready to roll. Today, I have with me Sienna Van Balen and Andrew Binney. Sienna, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. Halfway through the school day, almost done. How are mm. you, Benny? Doing pretty good. I'm excited to bring you guys episode four today. So today, we have a few things to discuss. We're going to kick it off with some staff birthday shout-outs. We then have some Santa Fund information. Parent-teacher conferences are coming up as well. The chill room data for October is in. We will then be moving into sports talk. And finally, towards the end, we will hear from some of our architecture students about their recent field trip to the Falling Water House in Laurel Highlands. All right. So before we get into all of that, let's first just recap because it's been a little while. How's the mm-hmm. podcast going? You guys listen to the podcast. You speak on the podcast. I've been getting feedback. Have you been getting feedback? I've like, heard from a lot of teachers that they love it. Same. All the teachers that I've talked to love it as well. Is there anything particular that they are enjoying more? Is it just the fact that we're doing it, or mm-hmm. is it? Um, I think it's you know. I think it's the doing it fact because like, it's it's just a different, unique way. Yeah. Um, to bring news to Canada. I had some ideas Something about different. it too. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if anything's. Nothing's changed, obviously, with us, but, um, you know, thinking maybe future-wise, like, in conjunction with the broadcast group, um, you know, because we do the morning announcements, and then that's it. You know, like, um, I want to try to maybe have that as a separate thing, but do the podcast, and then maybe even do a visual, um, like a video podcast, who knows. So, you know, this thing hopefully will grow. Um, I'm enjoying it. Same thing. I'm getting a lot of good feedback, so that's kind of a cool thing um want to give out shout outs to people you know what i mean we need to get more people to jump in on that so um yeah, for sure that's cool thanks for the feedback um go ahead benny so anyone out there listening uh just please let us know uh either by emailing mr mazner at mazenerz at cmsd.k12.pa.us or by communicating with nick sienna or myself through social media as that will work as well any ideas you have please let us know all right birthday staff shout outs uh, birthdays that already happened this month, no, Miss Klinger, November 1st, Miss Handra was on November 7th, and Mr. Sherrier was on November 8th. Upcoming this month, we have Miss Yulowitz Yul- oh, yeah. <laughs> on November 11th, Miss Shirelli on November 12th, Miss Jacoby on November 23rd. Miss mm. Taylor on November 27th. Miss Chawinski on November 27th as well. Mr. Hoops yep. on November 27th. Wow, a lot of t- November 27th, 27th birthdays. Mr. Travato on November 29th. And finally, yours truly, me on November 18th. Yeah, happy birthday. Early happy, happy birthday. birthday. Happy early and late birthdays to all our wonderful staff out there. If we need any um, birthday um, celebration shout-outs, you know what I mean? Make sure, again, you guys uh, jump on either School G, email me, talk to uh, any of the other, um, you know, 
Finney or Sienna or Nick or anybody just, you know, give us some information so we can put it out there. It's kind of cool. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right, moving along, we're going to do the Santa Fun information. So um, Santa Fun, um, this is a great project that, you know, helps a lot of needed students in the community, a lot of families. So uh, it's an opportunity for people to give back. Um, I could go on a long tangent about the Santa Fun thing, but I was a recipient when I was younger. You never know when you're going to fall on hard times, and um, we did at some point. Had six of us in the family, so money was tight some years, and uh, we had one at our school, and, you know, without even knowing it. So that's, like, the beauty of it is nobody knows, especially the young kids. Like, I didn't know. Like, um, I just received um, boots, snow pants, a jacket, and I thought somebody just gave it to us. Had no idea that it was the community. Um, So... It's something cool, and um, Mrs. Geist does that. She does a fantastic job doing it. So if anybody wants to give to that, even if it's just your time, it's an awesome, awesome thing to give. Um, the deadline for that is Monday, November 21st. So anybody that wants to get involved, please see Mrs. Geist. Um, next, we're going to talk a little bit about parent-teacher conferences. Benny? Yes, the parent-teacher conferences will be held on November 28th. Uh, parents will have an in-person and virtual conference option. Uh, the school will be utilizing the sign-up genius. Hours are 11 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Lunch hours, 2 p.m. to 3.30 p.m. Usually most years they get a good group uh, come through. Usually it's parents that are um, students that want to further their career. You know what I mean? Like, I think some people wonder, like, is parent-teacher conferences a bad thing? Like, no, it's not a, a thing where you're disciplining your kid or anything. <laughs> Or, or bad, it's usually just the opposite. It's I have a lot of parents that come in that want to, uh, it's almost like open house, but they just want to like, how can I push my kid harder? A one-on-one type of thing. Yeah, and it's just more, you know, to get the information. Um, you know, when I went, I just went to my son's recently, and I mean, it was in kindergarten, but uh, <laughs> it was nice to talk to the teacher to, to just ask, like, is Mike, you know, a good kid? Like, mm-hmm. I, that's what I wanted to know. Like, I know he's in kindergarten. He's going to learn a lot. But is he a good kid? Like, how does he interact with kids? Like, stuff that you can't get through email. Like, you somebody can write, oh, your kid's yourself. a good kid. Yeah, but you want to talk to him about him. Like, I want to know, you know, what's going on that realm. So, pretty cool. Um, great opportunity to, to talk with parents. All right, next up we got the October Chill Room Data. In all, 76 students and 167 encounters occurred in the chill room by Allegheny Health Network. Data from October 3rd through October 21st. Freshmen used the chill room the most this month, with sophomores, juniors, and seniors all following in sequential order. The top classes were study hall, lunch, and English. Mm-hmm. 6th period and 7th period were the most used, with 8th, 2nd, and 3rd period also being used a good bit. Average stress level for students entering the room was 3.5, and after leaving their children, that stress was decreased to 2.28, with the average visit time being 14 minutes and 41 seconds. The number one reason for visit was anxiety and stress at 49.1%. And the number two, the other multiple reasons, 28.7%. Uh, peer issue conflict was third at 8.4%. Scheduled children visits were number four, um, scheduled at 5.9%. The final 8.2% of the visits were made up of lunch groups, home conflicts and issues, and school conflicts and issues. Um, Reminder to all students that the children is available to them across the school year, or school day, I should say, sorry, 
And if you're having any issues with anything, they are there to help you and you are not alone. The, um, this children's great. I know, um, Sienna, we went down and we're shooting a promo video for it. Yep. And we're going to be working on it. Um, they put a lot of work into that room. And the initial thought, I'm sure, were, was, uh, you know, we're like, what's this room? It's just going to be a room with some couches and blow. I, it really is more than that. I mean, people mm-hmm. are stressed out. I mean, I'm stressed out all the time. You know, it's a nice place for kids it's to go. It's a great resource to just calm down. Yeah, I've if been you're in having there a bad day. Yeah, myself. seriously. Like, yeah. Doesn't, it, doesn't it feel it nice helps. to go in there? Yeah. And just like the environment, it just, the, I feel like the second you walk in there, it's just a weight off your shoulders. For sure. Mm-hmm. So that's really great. Um, good information, too. Good feedback. So we can see, you know, how much the kids are using it. They actually are using it. You know, are they missing school time? Not too much, though, really. It's more missing lunch and study halls, which could be a good trade-off, you know? Yeah. All right, Benny, the big one here, bud. Sports. Sports talk. So the Big Mac football team will be playing at at and against North Allegheny Senior High School tomorrow, Friday, November 11th at 7 p.m. Although it is a bit of a drive, we do encourage all you cannon crazies out there to make that trip out and support our Big Macs looking for their second-ever playoff win in school history. Uh, also, tying into that, Cannon McMillan Sr. Austin Winkleblack signed his national letter of intent yesterday to play Division One baseball for the University of Pittsburgh Panthers, a football and baseball star. We wish him luck on his future endeavors in the City of Champions. Um, just one little sign um, thing on that one is uh, I live in NA, so I will be oh. there representing oh, uh, Cannon Mac, and it's pretty hostile. So I'll probably have um, both uh, oh. gear on because um, that place is pretty intense with football. So I'm, I'm I am excited though. Like uh, my neighbors played, um, some of the kids I know from the area play still. But, you know, obviously I'm, you know, going to be rooting for Cannon Better Mac. Better rep that Cannon Mac. Oh, yeah, for sure. They know it, too. Last time we played and it was at NA and I went, I had my Cannon Mac um, stuff on and sat in the NA side. Oh. It was it was horrible. Like, everybody's, you know, booing me. And, <laughs> um, but, hey, guys, just know that I am representing and helping out. And, you know, I'm there for the support for sure. It's fun until... Uh, Steelers defensive lineman Tyson Adlewood walks up because I think his son plays for the team. Oh, uh, there, yeah, they got some players there. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Wrap it up there, Sienna. Finally, last weekend we had some wrestlers participate at the annual PA Power Surge preseason wrestling tournament. Senior Maddie Mansman and sophomore Natalie Rush finished second place, while senior Chloe Alt finished in third place in a tough tournament. Congrats to the these wrestlers on such a successful weekend of wrestling we are super excited for the season which officially starts in one week and we wish our male and female wrestlers the best of luck this season super excited i know that'll be a, a good topic to talk about i'm it always very is. excited <laughs> loving it um before we get too much farther i just wanted to ask though how is the school year going so far we haven't now that one nine weeks is over we're you know heavy into the next one what do you guys think? What do you think, Sienna? Um, sophomore year's going pretty well. A lot of testing. A lot of testing. Um, but, I mean, what do you think of overall, like, being back? Like, hopefully, you know, knock on wood, COVID is in the rearview mirror. No more yes. talk. You know, I haven't heard much talk about... Um, no more online. Online learning and, you know, all that kind of stuff, like... Hopefully that's all in the rearview mirror, and now we're starting to plan things moving forward. Yes, I know. Um, we started cracking down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that went pretty smoothly. 
my opinion. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what do you think about? You I know? mean, I think. Um, but how's your year, first of all? Well, my year's going pretty good. Um, a little stressful now towards with the season coming up for wrestling. So mm-hmm. definitely uh, working on some things. But yeah, it's, it's been a good year so far for me. I think it's been pretty smooth. Um, it's good to see some changes start to happen, especially with COVID now being pretty much behind us, hopefully. Um, so yeah, it, it's looking good for me and for the school, I think. Yeah, the the discipline thing, I think that first week was, you know, there was a spike, you know what I mean? Like people were, like we said on the last time, like, you know, a little bit of defiancy and just was, I don't know, you know what I mean? It was like a shell shock, but I would say, you know, 85%, you know, don't have to worry about headphones or phones out or anything. And I think we're all kind of getting in our little, you know, path of, what's acceptable, what's not acceptable, when do you really need it? Um, you know, most of us teachers are trying to relax a little bit with it. Like, instead of being so hard, hey, take them out to, you know, excuse me, pardon me. You know, as long as, you know, you get that positive interaction with the students, that's all we're really looking for. Just, you know, I'm sorry, and take them out. Boom, done. Yeah. End of story. Um, it's uh, it's just a learning curve, you know, trying to... to learn how to get back into a schedule after that craziness of COVID and online learning. And uh, I just, I'm so glad we don't have to worry about yeah, that anymore. That was mm-hmm. not fun. Like nightmares. Yeah. But the school year, I mean, it's going by quick. It seems, it is. I mean, it is. That's our next, second. what, two weeks is Thanksgiving. Then we'll be back for a couple of weeks. And then we have an extended break for um, Christmas. You know, they're moving into the new the middle, middle school. school. So we'll be able to talk about that pretty soon. Um, that's pretty exciting. And, you know, once those winter sports start, you guys, you know, super busy. And then next thing you know, it's spring. It's crazy how fast it goes, you know. Um, Time flies when you're having fun. Oh, yeah. So it's, uh, I'm just going to talk a little bit because since it was my trip, <laughs> the yeah. Falling Water Field trip, um, it was awesome. So if, if anybody doesn't know Falling Water, it's a famous house um, by Frank Lloyd Wright. It's in Ohio Pile. I mean, many people have been to Ohio Pile and don't realize that falling water the house is there um it was built for the Kaufmans as a retreat there used to be a cabin there and some like um like a country club out that way for like you know the rich people to like get away from the grimy city back in the 30s because that's you know Pittsburgh was nasty back then and um they wanted like this real fancy you know place in uh Ohio pile well their son um he was wanting to study architecture he wanted to go study under Frank Lloyd Wright, which was extremely hard to do at the time. He was the most famous architect at the time. And um, obviously he had money. So he was the Kaufman's. It's a department store. It's the same thing as Sears, Macy's, JCPenney, but Kaufman's kind of died out. Um, Anyway, he uh, he ended up going to the architecture school, meeting Frank Lloyd Wright, kind of like, you know, handed him the, the request and the, you know, the Frank Lloyd Wright approved and so we'll start it, and it's like a huge, cool story. So I don't want to get into tons of detail, but it's neat. Like when you see the house, like why is there a waterfall right underneath the house? Like why would he do that? And then they explain why. You know, it's better to be part of nature is what he was doing. It's organic architecture, like living within, not just you know destroying nature and, and slapping a house down. So um, the trip is awesome. I love going there. I started going there in two thousand and four. And uh, I had some great turnout. You know, at one point, we even had two busloads of kids here going on that trip. We had 60 kids going. 
and uh, everybody was always excited about going. I've taken multiple staff members and just um, it's always something new every time. It's awesome. I love it. Um, it's great to, to see the students' reactions when they get there. Um, hopefully you guys will be able to go eventually. Um, that's more of like a arc two thing. But nonetheless, we're going to try to do that now that, you know, COVID's lifted and we're able to go on field trips again and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, we're going to try to snag up some um, students to see what their reaction was. So just give us one minute and then we will um, get some reaction. All right, Peyton. Peyton, how did you like the house? Uh, it was a pretty cool house. Like the design, it, well, the house was made in the 30s, but it didn't look like it was like a house from the 30s. It didn't look like modern either. It was like a truly like timeless kind of design. Truly something like unique. Like I've never seen anything like it before. Absolutely. I mean, if you could pick one thing from that house, what did you like the most though? I really liked the living room. Like the way, the way like all the furniture was like lower to the ground mm-hmm. and like, and like the roof, like it wasn't like, you know, like the normal like house where like, you know, have like a lot of headspace. It was like, I had like just enough room to like stand. If I were to go on my tippy toes, I would like hit my head off the roof. Mm-hmm. It was. It kind of just like had this feeling of like wanting to like press you to go outside to the balcony, which we did, and like on the balcony you had this like beautiful view of like the nature outside. Do you remember what they were? The person referred that as you know when uh what wasn't it called like breaking the box or something like that? It's breaking the box, but it's compression and release. I don't know if you like if your person were you in my group. No, I was in a All right, group so, of chat. Yeah, so like he makes those hallways real small, and then when you get into the bedroom, it opens up with the glass. So they, like, named it Compression Release. I don't know. So, you know what I mean? Like, compressing the space. Yeah. Um, cool. Thanks. Um, Tessa, what about you? What did you like the most? Um, I definitely liked the nature part of it. Every room included nature somehow. And then, obviously, the waterfall was amazing. Mm-hmm. But there was this one part where, like, a Buddha statue was on the inside. It had, like, a bunch of rocks. and that. Um, was that in the walkway? It was, like, right before you, like, went outside. Like, it was, like, the living room over here and, like, mm-hmm. you know. But oh, I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was just, like, in the corner, and it just, like, really caught my eye from the beginning because it was just, like, a mound of rocks with, like, a natural stream flowing into the house. And I like a bunch of nature stuff, so I thought that was really cool. Organic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you. Evan, uh, what did you like? I don't know. What was your opinion going in? Uh, Loki, my favorite part about it is, like, he... He doesn't show any lights, so like in every room you go in, there's not a single light bulb showing. It's all hidden. That's good point. I didn't think of that. And statues were funky. They were funny looking. Um, all of them really old and super expensive. That was cool. Yeah, they had Picasso in there, and um, that one in the bedroom. Um, can't remember the name of it. Can I add something? To oh yeah, good. Yeah, the one that they were talking about in the bedroom. But uh, the guy that I was with, Chad, he told us that it actually caused problems with the Mexican government. Mm-hmm. Since the Mexican Mexican government nor the people that like own the house now have any idea how uh, the people that own the house originally got it, hmm. so like that that's according to the chat like you know that's caused like some conflict since like the gov- Mexican government wants it back, but since they have no idea how they got it in the first place, they can't like really go about giving it back to them, which I just think is pretty interesting. That is interesting. I don't think I've ever known it to that point. I know that it's a very famous painting, so um, that's kind of a cool thing. Right, we'll finish up with just some last-minute reminders. Uh, Benny, you want to throw some of these last-minute reminders? So the fall play is going on this weekend. The play that goes wrong Thursday, November 10th, and Saturday, November 12th, both at 7 p.m. Winter sports start next week, November 18th, as we uh, priorly mentioned. 
Uh, there's a two-hour early dismissal on November 23rd. I'm not sure. Do you know the reason for that? Uh, just to give people a, a head start of um, holiday travel, you know, but there will be a also in the morning a, I think it might be Smash Brothers contest. I think there's a volleyball contest. There's some things coming on that day, too, which will be kind of cool. We'll talk about. Cool. Uh, parent-teacher conferences uh, are the 28th. No school for students that day. Um, and, yeah, I think that's all we've got. So cool. That will do it for episode four of the Let's Talk Can Mac podcast. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in as we really appreciate it and hope you enjoyed listening today as much as we enjoyed making it. And remember, if you have any ideas um, or suggestions for the show, please contact either myself, Mr. Maisner, Nick Casella, or Andrew Benny, and we will take into consideration and do our best to incorporate your thoughts and ideas. All right. Thanks, everybody. Uh, signing off now. Uh, I'm Aisner. I'm Sienna. I'm Benny. See you guys next time.